Hello, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to the Locked On Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Julia Kender, and I'm here to bring you the latest and greatest in Devils news, analytics, and opinion. Don't forget, you can subscribe to Locked On Devils on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you receive your podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. Okay, so I kind of want to talk about the Edmonton game and then I want to talk about the Vancouver game because, you know, we've played two games since we've last talked. So I just wanted to talk about those things specifically um, and then we can get into uh, the whole Don Cherry thing. Don Cherry was fired today um, and I just want to touch on that as well but I want to touch on the games first because this is a devils um based podcast so let's do devil stuff first um also if you did not know um I retweeted the locked on NHL Monday's podcast because I was on it um I talked with C and it was really fun really great I was only on it for like 12 minutes um, but we talked about Jack Hughes. We talked about Taylor Hall's contract. Um, it's really, the NHL locked on is really good. Um, so I would give it, I would check it out. Even not just for the devil stuff, but for the general NHL stuff. All right, let's get into it. So the Edmonton game, Edmonton won 4 nothing. I don't think we played as bad as the score suggested we did. I think we were very unlucky. Um, I think some bad bounces didn't go our way. Some bad bounces went the Edmonton way. Um, I just don't think that we were as bad as the final score showed. Um, So New Jersey had some really good chances that rivaled the Oilers' best chances, in my opinion. Um, They had some really good looks on net and some really good uh, overall chances, but... We just couldn't capitalize on anything. Um, It was just really a tough game to watch as a fan. Um, It was hard to see them get kind of, you know, obliterated like they did. Um, I don't know. I don't think it was entirely our fault. Um, I don't think it was entirely Corey Schneider's fault. I don't think anybody is to blame, but unluckiness, if that's even a word. Um, So let me talk quickly, just like statistics. So New Jersey had 29 shots on goal and Edmonton had 32. So that's not much of a difference. And then the special teams, New Jersey were 0 for 4, and they were 2 out of 3 on the penalty kill. Um, I've mentioned previously that they were going to have to be like really good on the power or the penalty kill because Edmonton's power play is like ridiculous. Um, and they were, they were pretty good. They only let in one goal out of three potential goals for the power penalty kill. Sorry, I keep saying power play. Um, so I think that that was like, you know, better than it could have been. Um, I think I think they didn't give up as many chances for 
the power play for Edmonton to really capitalize on, um, which was good. I think that that's something that they have been working on in practice is their penalty kill. Um, and it showed in the Edmonton game. Not much great stuff to take away from the Edmonton game, but that's definitely one of the things um, I would take away from it is they killed more penalties than they did in, in the Edmonton game. And we all know Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl are deadly, especially on the power play. So that's pretty good for us. Um, that's a good little thing to take away from that not great game that they played. Now, before I get into the Vancouver game, I wanted to take a few minutes to talk about Taylor Hall's contract. Um, I'm just going to talk as candidly as possible here. Um, I don't think we're going to re-sign him. I don't think that it's going to happen. Um, his agent is notoriously difficult to deal with. His agent also um, represents Mitch Marner, and we all know what happened with Mitch Marner's contract negotiations. Um, I just I don't see it happening, and it sucks because I like Taylor Hall. I do, but it just, it's, what's going on just sucks. Um, I don't know. I, I think he's going to be asking for too much and New Jersey won't be willing to or able to give it to him. Um, I think he likes playing in Jersey, but I don't think playing in Jersey and liking it is enough. Um, I don't think that's going to be enough for Taylor Hall which is unfortunate because it would be great to keep him here. Um, he has great chemistry with Jack Hughes right now. Like that line looks amazing. I'm going to get to it more when I talk about the Vancouver game, but that was a really good game. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't think he signs. I really don't. Um, let me read you a quote from Elliot Friedman. Uh, he said this during Hockey Night in Canada on Saturday. I think the Devils now know it's unlikely that they're going to be able to get a contract done during the year. I think it's up to Devils GM Ray Shiro, who is going to have to decide what the Devils' course of action here is going to be, because I think it's very unlikely he agrees to sign with them during the year. Now, that's not saying he's unlikely to sign at all, but I think that that is kind of where it's going. If he doesn't sign a contract during the year, what's keeping him here you know like he has other options and he has other people willing to pay him what he wants to be paid so why not take that you know just because he likes something that's not always how it works you can love what you play and then get traded the next day it's it's hockey it's unpredictable and I don't know. I don't think that we signed Taylor Hall. And it sucks. I really wish that we would sign him again. Um, I like his style of play. I think he's a great leader in the locker room. And I think that he's trying to keep the talk of contracts down as much as possible so he can keep his leadership up. Um, because if he lets Jack Hughes and Nico Hishir and everybody else know that, you know, he's not signing again, then they're not going to trust him as a leader, you know? So I think that that's why he's trying to keep contract negotiation talk as uh, minimal as possible. But 
it just it's hard to see a, such a good player for your team walk away and I'm worried that that's what it's going to be with Taylor Hall. Okay, so speaking of Taylor Hall, he was going to kill a ref in the Vancouver game. I was sure of it. Like, if any refs go missing, it's Taylor Hall you need to look look at. Um, let me just go over all of the little mishaps that happened in the game against Taylor Hall. Elbow to the face, not called. Goal called off. Embellishment call when he was boarded. So those are three pretty big things that happened to Taylor Hall or happened like yeah to Taylor Hall in the game that were all courtesy of the refs the refs didn't call the elbow to the face the refs called off his goal granted it wasn't a goal like that's fine he wasn't too upset about that I'm just adding it because it's just fuel to the fire um and then him getting that embellishment call and boarded by Elias Pedersen or Elias Pedersen, I never know how to say his name, um, after being boarded by him was just ridiculous. He was boarded for heck's sake. Like, that, <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't give, that doesn't, that's not an embellishment when you're actually boarded. I don't see how that could be an embellishment call. Um, I just... It was ridiculous, um, and I think that the refs were trying to make it as even of a game as possible with that, um, like, you know, make calls kind of the same on either end, um, but it was a little ridiculous, um, and Taylor Hall did not like it. Taylor Hall very much plays with his heart. Uh, he plays... 100% with his heart on his sleeve. He plays hard and fast and emotionally. Um, and I think that's great about him. I'm glad it didn't get him in more trouble last night because it could have. He could have gotten unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. He could have gotten thrown out of the game if he got really heated. Um, so I'm glad that he didn't let it escalate that far. But he definitely looked like he wanted to kill a ref last night. All right, in other news, we swept the Vancouver Canucks in that series. Uh, we only played them twice a year, and we played them at home and then away, and we swept them. Both times we won. Um, this time around, we won 2-1. to one. Um, It was a really good game last night, um, and it was fun because it was Jack Hughes against his brother Quinn, so that's always fun to watch. Um, I personally think that the Quinn, <laughs> the Hughes brothers thing is just a little for the media, but it's fun. Like his parents were, or their parents were there and they, you know, took the picture before the game and like, that's all fun. Like, it's fun to see that. Can you imagine growing up with your sibling, like your brother, and playing hockey against them and mini sticks and ball hockey and all of a sudden you're both playing in the show. Like, that's crazy. So I'm really happy for the Hughes brothers. I think it's a great opportunity and they're going to get many more the way that the two of them have been playing um, 
they will definitely get many more opportunities to play against each other. All right, um, I want to talk about that power play goal by Wayne Simmons because you all know I love Wayne Simmons, and I think that power play goal was just really great. Um, it was really important to open up the scoring, get our momentum going, get kind of the Devils going, um, and that's exactly what this did. It got the Devils kind of in this mindset that, you know, they're running the show, they're running this game. Um, and you guys all know I'm a huge advocate for special teams. I think special teams are very important in a game, and the fact that we got a power play goal is really big. We don't always score on the power play. We've been really lacking on the power play in this um, in this particular road trip. So I think this was big for us to get a power play goal and to open the scoring, especially coming back off of the Edmonton game. Um, I think it was very important for the Devils to kind of get that confidence booster. Um, so the shots against uh, Vancouver, we were outshot 27 to 31, and yet we still won. Um, shots on goal aren't everything, but they can make it really hard. Um, like when one team has 40 and the other team has like 23, because that sure happened in the beginning of the se season. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember that, but that, yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, that's a whole different conversation that I've already had and I don't need to have again. Um, but when you're being outshot by a team, it's, you know, the defense and the goalie kind of, it's their, it's their responsibility to kind of block those shots, to make those saves. And we did. Um, the defense looked pretty good, and I don't know. I think Mackenzie Blackwood looked really good uh, in net, and I think he always looks really good in net, but not always. I shouldn't say always, but lately he's been looking pretty good in net, and I think that this was just another good game for him. Um, so, yeah, that's about it for that part of the Vancouver game, like the statistic part, but I want to talk about those line changes that Coach Hines was doing because, boy, did those make zero sense. Like, if something's working, don't break it. Like, if something's broken, like, fix it. it no, it, nothing's broken, so what are you doing? If it's not broke, don't fix it, my dude. Like... It's not that hard. Um, he just started going, like, he put the lines in a blender and just blended in, was like, oh, wh whatever comes out, comes out, you know? That's great. Um, like, no, there's no need to keep consistency for my players. There's no need to keep what's working. Like, I just, I don't get it. I do not get it. Um, that second line was doing great. That second line was like playing very well and was really strong and he just felt the need to split them up. It's like he saw something going right and was like, oh, we're the devils. We can't have that and split them up. Like, I don't understand it. I don't get where he's coming from with, with that. 
Here on Locked on Devils, we talk about player performance, but that's not the only performance that might be on your mind. If you want to avoid awkward doctor visits when you're looking to up your game, check out BlueChew.com. Blue Chew is the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you'll be ready to play a full 60, and maybe even overtime. And because it's chewable, Blue Chew works fast, so you'll never have to worry about being ready to go. Made in the USA, Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your doctor in discreet packaging, making the whole process easy, convenient, and cheaper than the pharmacy alternatives. Right now, we've got a special deal for listeners of Locked on Devils. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code Locked On. Just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, Chew, C-H-E-W.com, promo code Locked On, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to try it free. Blue Chew makes it easy for you to perform with confidence. All right, so back to the line blunder that Jack Jack Hughes, that John Hines was, you know, experimenting with. Um, I want to know what you guys think about that. I want to know what you guys think about John Hines, you know, taking something that works and flipping it on its head. Um, Because I just, I don't get it, but that might just be me. So something else I want to talk about is the fact that this road trip wasn't the best, but we still ended it pretty on a, on a pretty high note. Um, I think that that's something to be said about our team overall. I think that's, there's something to be said about us being able to kind of pull out this last, these last two points with Vancouver after a very upsetting game to Edmonton because we didn't play poorly in Edmonton, but we could have let that really strike our morale. Um, I know I say we, and I interchange we and they a lot when talking about the Devils, and I apologize for that. Um, It's something I'm conscious about and something I'm kind of working on. So if that really bothers you, let me know, and I'll be sure to really be conscious of it. Um, Anyway... I think that it's something to be said about our team. It's something to be said about the leadership in the locker room, not letting them get down on themselves. It's something to be said about the type of team that we are, um, to be able to bounce back after a really unlucky game and not dwell on it. Um, I think that that's really great. Um, I think that's really strong for our team in the locker room. And I think that that's where that brotherhood comes in that they talk about so much. Um, this team is like a family and you win as a family and you lose as a family. Um, and I think that them keeping that like morale going, that vibe going, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think that's really important in the locker room and it's really making a difference in the way that this team performs. Um, there is a quote from Taylor Hall uh, that I want to read that kind of goes into this. Um, it's about missing breakaways, um, but it kind of works as a summary for how this trip went. And this is by, or reported on by Abby Mastraco. Quote, sometimes you don't play well and you get a couple of goals, and then you play pretty well and nothing goes your way. No choice but to smile and keep going and just enjoy the battle. 
I really like that. Um, and I really like how it kind of summarizes the strip. It's like the Edmonton game. You play well, you don't get anything. Vancouver, sometimes you have a few bobbles and yet things go in for you. So it's a little like, I don't know. It's a little dichotomy, I guess, which is really interesting. And the way that Taylor Hall said, like, you, there's nothing to do but smile and enjoy the battles, that just speaks to the type of person he is in the locker room. It speaks to the type of leader that he is and the type of player that he is, um, which is why I would like to us to keep him around. I just, Darren Ferris, his agent, might not make that happen. Um, now, I just want to talk quickly about Don Cherry and him being fired because this is monumental stuff here. Um, I think it's a great thing and I'm going to stand by that. If you guys dislike the fact that I think it's great that Don Cherry, who is xenophobic, sexist, and racist, got fired, then you guys don't need to follow this podcast. I'm okay with that. Um, I just, he's not a good person. He makes hockey feel like it's not for everybody. And it's time that there's changes and changes are finally being made. So that's my two cents on Don Cherry. But um, that is about it for me today, guys. I really hope you enjoyed this one. Thank you so much for all of your continued support. Um, it really doesn't go unnoticed. Every time I see that there's a new download or I get a five-star review, it makes my day and it makes me want to continue making great content for you guys. So thank you for your continued support. Thank you for listening tonight and go Devils.